Sharpen That Axe after our seamless theme music. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Sharpen That Axe. It has an actual guitar on it this it week. Does it? I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> uh, podcast dedicated to strengthening your skills as a guitar player. My name is Dylan Murphy, a singer, songwriter, guitar player, musicology student, along with fellow musicology student John Gillen. Yeah, John, what do you do? Uh, I do guitar things. You do guitar things. Yes, yeah, so uh, I started a company for teaching guitar called Silver Sound Guitar. So I've learned a lot about teaching guitar and a lot about practicing guitar. We've already said guitar like 17 times. You guys are in for a thrill ride. So if you didn't know what this is about, it's about guitar. It is about guitar. And it is about practicing guitar and getting better at guitar. And in in this podcast, John and I have assumed the roles of he is the guitar Mr. Miyagi and I am the guitar Ralph Maggio of the situation in which he teaches me things but also teaches you guys things wax so. on <laughs> wax on <laughs> so uh we have a few things to talk to you about today first i'm gonna go into pedal talk i'm gonna talk hey. about our own pedal boards yeah that yeah. would be good pedals it's uh, I've, my housemate has recently gotten into her first guitar pedals she's okay. a She's a fiddle player, but she started buying some guitar pedals. Oh, too. that sounds fun. Probably so started with a looper, yeah. She didn't actually started with a, a reverb. Oh. Uh, one of those uh, TC Hall of Fames. Oh, man. Those are brilliant. Yeah. She yeah. really likes it. Yeah. But I told her that it's a slippery slope, guitar pedals. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The, the never-ending <laughs> quest for tone. <laughs> <laughs> Feed that habit. Just tuck it to my veins. There's And there's always sort of like the Indiana Jones moment. You think you have the little, the golden statue of tone and then you take it and then there's a great big boulder that's going yeah. to crush you and then yeah. when you get away from the boulder there's some guy who's going to take the tone from you and you're then you have to go find new tone a great big boulder of debt from spending so much money on guitar battle yeah exactly so we're going to talk about our own boards today so i suppose john give us a little bit of a, you showed me your board before and i was very i was simultaneously confused but also kind of turned on <laughs> uh so uh, to tell us about your your pedal board what what makes she so on my pedal board, one of uh, the things that I've, I'm trying out right now just to sort of see how I like it is I've got kind of my main overdrive is actually in front of my volume pedal. Oh. So that way I can kind of push the drive and then with the volume pedal, um, I'm able to keep that, uh, keep that sound kind of pushing through the whole thing. Okay. So you can have a fully fully overdriven sound but you can still swell that so mm-hmm. that's kind of why i've started nice. i'm just playing around with that so that pedal that overdrive pedal is a fuchs plush so fuchs is a uh, custom amplifier maker and then they started doing a line of pedals called plush um though both names are on the pedal that's okay I, I feel like that's a marketing error on their part but i do really like the pedal so it's a dual overdrive so that's your act fuchs yeah, exactly. Come on, Get buddy. it together. Yeah, you should send us a free amplifier just so we can test it out. Yes, Fuchs, we're looking for sponsorship, and we were looking for mostly mattresses, but if you guys could, you know. Hey, I can't sleep on a guitar amp, however. You haven't tried, sir. No, that attitude. <laughs> so what else you got up there? Yeah, so that one is the Extreme Cream Overdrive. Uh, it's a dual overdrive, and then from that, I uh, go into just standard uh, Ernie Ball VP Jr., volume pedal nothing fancy about mm-hmm. that um and then my i have a keely four knob compressor and from the compressor i use a uh, exotic effects 
RC booster. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is so, that new or is that have you always had that? Um, I've had it for a while. And to be honest, like if I've got a clean tone, that thing is always on. Always on, yeah. So it's just it's a perfect boost. It does exactly what it says it does. Yeah, man. Look uh, at that. Those exotics, they're just they're they're always there. They're just like oh, they're, they're exotic. They're on like every big board. It's it's, it's <laughs> great. They are exotic. Awesome. Um and let's see. So from so from the RC booster, I've got um, <clears throat> an EWS modded Aryan chorus, so um, which has that just kind of like wild '90s kind of vibrato chorus. So it switches. You can switch it back and forth between a chorus and vibrato, and the thing goes absolutely mad. You can totally play around with it. You get some great like SRV style tones off oh, of cool. it as well. Uh, which a bit of modulation. Yeah, it's it's fun. Fun to play around with that one. And then from there, I go into my TC Electronics. I've got a Nova Delay. So that's a Classic. fun one to play around with. Yeah, there's and there's still a lot that I just haven't delved into as of yet. Um, after that, uh, after the delay, I've got uh, an Earthquaker Devices Afterneath Reverb that goes into my Fuchs uh, Creme de la Treme. Oh, yeah. Thank God. So, God, uh, fun so name. You're, you're basically like you're set up for any possible situation. Yeah, and I've even got a really weird one that I don't use a whole lot, but keep on hand is the Earthquaker Devices Bit Commander, which is this 8-bit distortion octave pedal. That I'm staring at John with my mouth just like, what? Yeah, it's it's mad. It's it's brilliant. YouTube some videos for it. I because will. It's... <laughs> The, the things you can do with it. It's like Super Mario on LSD. <laughs> so it's awesome. <laughs> For those those Dragon Force solos. <laughs> God, we should have a bell every time someone yeah. says Dragon Force. It's like a ding against you. Like, oh, God, shouldn't have done that. Maybe wow. a gong. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon Force gong. Where are oh. they now? Probably all dead in the warehouse floor somewhere. Anyway. Uh <laughs> <laughs> on top of a pile of money. That's no, I don't know. Uh. Oh, God. Herman Lee. Um, I'm, I, I have to say, John, I'm, I'm going through some real pedal envy there. That's a lot of oh, some nice stuff. There's always pedal envy. Yeah. Like everyone always, I mean, I don't have any Strymon stuff. Like how, how do I live with myself is really the question. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's really not the question to ask. Um, so yeah, I suppose I have, I, I've kind of go for a kind of a less is more approach. I kind of, because I'm broke really, I could <laughs> never have really nice things. Uh, but I use the, the classic uh, Boss tuner, and then I go straight into my uh, purloined, uh, I will give it back, Matthew, uh, Blues Driver, which I really, really dig, really, really nice. I had a, Excellent. I had a green Moore, uh, Moore Overdrive recently, the whole the TS9 clone. Oh, yeah. It just didn't really do anything for me, uh, so I sold that baby, and now I'm using this for gigs. I overdrive pedals, man. I'm running into a Fender Blues Junior, and it's just, it's all about trying to get that. Because you've got the cleans are perfect. Right. You need to touch the cleans, but it's about getting the right crunch. So right now I'm playing yeah. with that. And I did that. Dig that. That's going into a, a pedal that kind of changed my life the Boss GE7, you know, the equalizer. Oh, all the different knobs. Yeah. 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 What do you like about it? I, uh, because I bought it as a boost pedal. And then I just figured out that it could really just get some really nice sounds out of my amp. So now if what I'm, I don't even have a boost pedal right now. What I'm doing is I'm kind of keeping my volume knob at about eight and then just turning it up whenever I need it for right now huh. on my guitar. It's just a quick fix. It's something That's that cool. I will fix properly soon when I can afford 
a decent boost pedal but man that's even a whole world in itself boost pedals it's crazy oh my gosh yeah, yeah. and then from that I've, i'm keeping it to like a four pedal thing i'm running into a boss dd7 dd6 which i really really like because it's got the tap tempo i was going to go for the flashback and i was kind of but no i i boss boss pedals are where it's at man if they're good enough for prince good enough for me <laughs> Rest in peace, Prince. Um, <laughs> so moving on to our main topic of today, which is building speed. S- scream if you want to go faster. So, John, ah! I suppose this is a request you've gotten all the time. Yeah, it's it's a really common one. Um, everyone, you know, oh, I just want to play faster, man. I want to play faster. Yeah. Well, first off, it, I mean, that's that's a massive topic. Like, what do you mean by faster? Yeah. Do you, are you talking about your left hand? Are you talking about your right hand? Mm. Are you talking about bringing them together? Are you talking about single string? Are you talking about sweet picking? Are you talking about, you know, string it's a skipping? massive umbrella. So just to say, hey, I want to play faster is in and of itself. A, a, I'm picturing a, you like shaking young guitar students. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you want with your life? And Speed. then D. Snyder comes smashing through a <laughs> great door, big door. <laughs> um, he wants to rock. Yeah. <laughs> I, we really need a soundboard. Like yeah. I need a D. Snyder sound just like right there. I want to rock! But anyway, so the, the point is, is, is it's a huge topic. Um, and, and you really kind of need to narrow down what are the things that you want to focus on to build speed. Um, typically... There's, but there are things that are going to go across all of all of those ideas. So if there is something specific that you want to do, like, oh, I just want to get my arpeggios faster. Well, there's a way to work on that Okay. specifically. But these are more like general concepts. Um, and a lot of it, too, comes down to coordination. Even if your right hand's super fast, if your left hand isn't syncing up, it sounds like mud. So, yeah. you know, make sure that you get your coordination sorted general concept that i i find is really start slow yeah. everybody wants to play fast particularly if you're young you just you want to you want to be the lamborghini on the <laughs> guitar <laughs> you just have this image of i'm just gonna shred well you want to be more of a kind of like a, a toyota corolla or just a volvo just yeah. safe <laughs> you're gonna get there with the safety airbags. first you don't want to don't want to like crash and ruin your hands and reliable yeah, there you go. And, and that's I, I think that's really the key because you, you can speed it up and it just it becomes a train wreck. Um, you end up wrapping that Lamborghini around a light pole. Oh, I feel that's like right, I shouldn't <laughs> pick a dead rock star to say there. So many. To yeah, choose from. I. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have I don't have one offhand. That's all right. Let's go, Mark. Ingve Malmsteen right did that. Yeah, that counts. He would. He's he's a fast player. He like is. him or love him, or hate him. I guess I'm gonna go with that last one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't Suck get we, we, we won't we won't get into the ingve but um yeah at any rate so start slow uh and usually what i recommend so if you're working on a particular link or if you're working on um uh, an exercise or whatever just start slow and and then slowly build up the speed so use a metronome um is usually what I would recommend. There's also, we've been talking about an app that's been super helpful yeah, for us. Absolutely. Now, I d- the metronome is great, but it's just, y- you don't really, there's nothing really musical about it, but, but you, you showed me this app called the Amazing Slower Downer. Yeah, the Amazing Slow Downer. Slow Downer, yeah. yeah. And I just, uh, it's great. It's just, it's just uh, you, you put in your song and you can see what percentage you're at and it doesn't change the, 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 
the tone or anything like that. It just slows it all down. And I've been using that for my John 5, and it's great just yeah. to see. Because you can even just put it up by a percentage, and it's just you can really see progress. It's really good to, you know, we're talking about logs, helping you to log your progress. It's so good. Yeah, and, and that way you can you can bring it up incrementally. I mean, it, it has two um, hundredths of a percent. Yeah. <laughs> so you can be as meticulous as you want to be with it. And you can loop specific parts of the song. Yeah, and that's the feature that I really like about it. So if you're working on a solo, you can kind of cut it, and you get just that, you, if you need to, just that one measure. Yeah. Um, last week I talked about a lick from the Dream Theater song, Take the Time, and as well as one from Aldi Miola's Casino, and both of those, that's exactly what I've done to work on those. It's uh, the Dream Theater lick is, I think, two measures, and that's... So you were able to take the time from that song. Exactly. Yeah. And slow it down. Slow it down. Yeah. Don't have to gamble like pun at a casino. Pun intended. Pun always intended, John. <laughs> Very good. Um, and, and so, uh, anyway... But yeah, metronome is good. I definitely recommend the metronome as well. Um, I've I've played both of those with the metronome, and it brings out a different sense of your awareness of the yeah. time yeah, yeah, yeah. and and how to articulate it and count it. And so I I do recommend doing both. Of course, and if you're ever playing in a studio, you're going to have to be able to 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 go with the metronome. Like you yeah, really, really are. Um, but yeah, both of those both of those tools uh, are really good. But what I recommend is start slow. Uh, almost to the point of like, oh my gosh, this is so slow. It can't possibly be any Feel slower. every note. It, that's, that's really it. Because really what it comes down to is the fingers. And we could probably spend a whole time, uh, a whole episode talking about people like David Gilmore and what makes every single note he plays sound so amazing. Um, but anyway, start slow. And I recommend going as fast as you possibly can. <laughs> still, still articulate the notes as best you can, but keep going until the thing goes off the rails, uh, at like a crazy train, in fact. And then if you sort of... <laughs> I hit my head off the <laughs> microphone just in disappointment. <laughs> Slamming my head against the wall. <laughs> Slow it back down so that you're able to kind of... Um, you, you finish... Uh, reinforcing that muscle memory that you've built up, but it is kind of about overtraining. So uh, one thing that I kind of I, I I've taken a lot from building speed is is looking at what speed coaches do in the sports world, and it oh. seems it seems like it doesn't make sense, but the fact of the matter is, y the muscles that control your fingers stretch just not just into your hand, but also into your your whole forearm. Yeah. And anyone who's played a whole lot has felt their forearms burn, you know? Um, and so speed training is a thing for your hands and your forearms as well. And one of the things they recommend is over sprinting. So trying to sprint downhill, for example, if you're trying to build up huh. your, your speed. So it, this is kind of a similar process. You're going faster than you would normally play, faster than you could normally do something. Um, and then by slowing it down and focusing on the technique again, you're reinforcing proper technique and proper muscle memory, but you're pushing your body to increase the speed a little bit. Wow. So. Uh, getting all, getting yeah. all Olivia Newton-John physical there, John. Yeah. Wow. It's just full of. Olivia Newton-John Gillen. Um, <laughs> we can edit that out. Let's not. <laughs> I don't know what. To, I don't even know what to say. 
Well, yeah, I mean, coming at it from a kind of a sportsman point of view, one thing they say whenever you're practicing an exercise is that you have to breathe, like level your breathing. And um, Paul Gilbert, actually, I think he, I think it was Paul Gilbert, said he sees so many guitar players that they're like, take a big deep breath for like a big run. And it'll completely throw them off because they're, they're putting all of their exertion into their hands and they're not really thinking about what the rest of their body is doing. Right. So breathing. Yeah. Breathing's breathe, huge. Man. Um, yeah. A lot of, it's going to be okay. <laughs> Just breathe. <laughs> I know a lot of, uh, I know a lot of classical teachers, uh, will talk a bit about that as well. Breathe, w- breathe with the phrasings tends to be a big thing, but since we're talking about speed, you bring up a really interesting point because you you're essentially you're retaining all that tension and then your arms tighten up and your wrists tighten up um and i'm a massive advocate of just keeping everything loose yeah the more when Loosey you keeping it loose yeah keeping it loose important man important. yeah so when the, th- the thing is is when you take a a great big breath and just hold it in what happens is you just start to build tension with that uh, your fingers will tighten up, your wrists will tighten up. And even in the right hand, the thing is, is people think tremolo picking is all about locking your wrist. I don't necessarily agree. I think there's a bunch of different ways to do that. Um, I think Troy Grady has some great uh, tips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's, so he's really, really good for He gets super scientific. About yeah. And, and, and when he talks about picking and, and all those sorts of things, that's, uh, yeah, Troy Grady's, uh, for those of you who don't know, you should check out his YouTube channel. Unlocking uh, the code, unlocking the code. I think. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Something and like that. And it's it's all about picking. Like that's his big. That's thing, his is, thing. It's is picking. picking. But he has some great insights to it, and we might, you know, hopefully bring some of those insights here. Absolutely. Well, I think that's enough for for practice talk. Practice talk. Um, I will pull up the Google Doc first. <laughs> so now I've misplaced it. It's all right. We'll edit this out. I'll edit this out. You. <laughs> <laughs> there is no we, John. <laughs> So I suppose, like, what? Well, we'll move on to what we've been learning. What have you been well, learning? I've, oh, what have my I been learning? My dear friend. Well, I've been, I've been still using the amazing slow downer to uh, break down that John Five song. Uh, what's, what's it called? Here's to the crazy ones, which has been great because you've got everything. You've got slap popping. You've got tapping. You've got just dynamite alternate picking. But I found myself the other day just thinking about like, I think it was Guthrie Govan says that he likes to think of the guitar like a singer thinks of it like yeah you know an instrument i've heard that from a lot of people yeah phrasing it's a really good thing um and i think when you when you think about good guitar solos in some ways they're they're singable yeah maybe not all of the notes but there's certain aspects yeah i'll I'll point to david gilmore yeah a little little man crush on david gilmore's guitar playing i always think about uh mick ronson from uh Mick Ronson from the Spiders from Mars, you know the David oh Bowie. Yeah. He all his solos you can pretty much just sing, and that's just such a good thing. It's it makes them memorable. They're a real part of the song. They really contribute. But for me, I found that to train my ear last week, I actually took a uh, Destiny's Child song. What? Sing. Yeah, sing. <laughs> I know. Shut up. Nostalgia binge. Buzzfeed, etc. Uh, I took "Say My Name" by Destiny's Child, and it's in an awkward key. It's in E flat major. Ooh, getting yeah. jazzy. It is, but it's it's gorgeous in the vocal melodies, and I was able to just figure them out on different positions because it's all kind of somewhat pentatonic. Mm-hmm. But I was able to break it down into the three part harmonies and the because there's great phrasing there as well and the 
So, so it's just so good. It's just so like, like the whole thing, or, or just the chorus, or well, like I, I take it bit by bit. I did, okay. did the verse and then the pre-chorus. It's basically just taking all three parts, and then your brain kind of wants to do what the guitar is doing, right? Because there is some like you know, it was the '90s. There was some finger-picked yeah. classical guitar in the background there, but right. it's just focus on the vocal melody, and it kind of got me thinking. Yeah, just treat it like a uh, just find some girls that. I should do like Lady Marmalade next or something. <laughs> Marmalade. Uh, just, just, just take the what the vocalists are doing and try and transpose it to guitar. It's a lot of fun. What would you use to 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 learn it? Did you use the Amazing Slowdown? I I didn't. I just took uh, a YouTube video, and I used you know the slowdowning. Oh yeah. Fun fact for those of you that don't know, YouTube has this lovely settings wheel. It's oh the yeah. Little gear thing. Uh, I don't think it's available on tablets. No, it's not. But it's it, not available in the okay. app. Okay, but it, it is. It is available um, the on, on the desktop, yeah. and and definitely use it. And I believe just this last week they added a seventy-five percent feature. Three quarters, yeah, three exactly. Quarters so you're not making this crazy jump from half speed to full speed, but you to light get, speed. You you get a bridge in between. It's, 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 it's halfway between half and full. It it it, it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> and apart from that, Mats. I also took uh, one of the opening lines. I can, I got it maybe at maybe fifty percent speed from "Shy Boy" by David Lee Roth. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's not really by David Lee Roth, is it? It's it's pure it, it's pure vibe, pure vibe. <laughs> uh, but it's just it's just. I took one of his one of his descending runs, and it's all legato. And I don't know. It's, it all comes back to kind of making your practice as musical as possible. So that's right, because you were saying uh, the other day that you were you were working a little bit on your legato techniques. And so this was what you chose yeah, to do that. Yeah, this one thing I chose and it's great. Just, you got 10 minutes here, let's practice that. It's just four bars. I think that's brilliant because it's um, like, for me, what I've been working on just generally this week is like taking yeah. exercises. What you've been working on. Yeah. Uh, take, I, I've just been working on taking exercises and, and working on building, uh, putting those into practice. Now, when you so, say exercises, where are you getting these exercises? Um, recently, uh, I've been picking some stuff out of uh, Chris Letchford. He's from Scale the Summit, for those of you that don't know. I'm actually wearing a Scale the Summit t-shirt. You can't see it. It's true. This is podcast, I, can, I can vouch for this. But he, he can see it. I'm hoping that Very by nerdy. wearing the shirt, I sort of absorb some of their powers. We'll suck the powers or from them. It beats like Highlander rules where you have to decapitate them. Oh, and there can only be one. Yeah, it's true. See, fortunately, we are here, living proof that there does not have to be just one. Yes. Oh, it's like the whole. Uh, but will there be a gathering? I wonder. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We're going super nerd. nerd. Super, super nerd. Super nerd. Yeah. Where's our Homer Simpson nerd button? So. <laughs> we need. Anyway. So yeah, but um, so taking exercises like his, his books are usually pretty good about putting something musical and melodic and putting it into a particular key, but he's always adamant about taking that beyond, putting it into different keys. I like to go one step further. Um, one and step beyond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, if it's, if it's in a major key, make it minor or oh. change an extra note, flat the second note in the scale or something like that. So you end up with something really out there or interesting. Yeah. Um, and just, you just kind of play around with it, play around with the concept. Because uh, sometimes it's more about what the right hand is doing than necessarily the left hand. So you can kind of say, well, this picking pattern, can I apply it to something else? 
So it, it becomes kind of uh, a creative thing as well. It's not just a mechanical exercise, but it becomes creative. And then, you know, put a backing track on. There's loads of backing tracks on YouTube. You know, pick one or create your own. Pick three chords and just work your way through the changes. And even if you don't want to play those chords, there's lots of great apps. There's like uh, iReal Pro, which is, uh, I think it's a free app on the We're going to do apps in another episode, I think. Yeah, oh, just but uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. Oh. But we'll, we'll talk a little bit more we about it. We didn't discuss this in production, John. I know. Throw me off my game. I'm just saying, it's anyway, it's a good app. Check it out. We also talked about YouTube and yeah. the Amazing Slow Downer. It's a lot of apps today. Anyway. A lot of apps. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's been my primary thing that I've been working on this week. Solid. And what have you been, have you been like listening to a lot of the Skeleton Fan or have you been listening to anything else, Peranto? What um, are we listening to? Yeah, I, I, I do kind of keep Scale the Summit on a regular rotation, but this week I kind of focused a lot on something a little bit older, mm-hmm. still plenty of nerdy guitarness. It's just old, older nerdy guitarness. Uh, Wes Montgomery trio. Classic. Uh, yeah, a dynamic new sound. Originally released in 1959, uh, but the updated sort Jeez, of... I didn't know it was that old. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's old as hell. crazy. And the, the 2006 version, which don't think about how old that is for a minute. Um, yeah. It's like last year. <laughs> it's fine. It was like five years ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that noise was. It was a weird noise. Was you making like a truck noise. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I've I've always been impressed with his chord voicings. His chord solos, I think, are, are what he's he's really known for. I mean, he's he can be wicked fast as well, since we're talking about speed. But just the way he gets around the fretboard with his chord voicings is amazing, and so that's something I've always enjoyed listening to. His version of "Round Midnight" that starts the whole album is one that I had to transcribe at one point. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as an undergrad. Many, many hours, uh, but a lovely piece of music. I really enjoyed uh, that version. And still for me, like, even though I had to agonize through that transcription process, it's still one of my favorite versions of that tune. So what about yourself? What are you uh, I to? have a somewhat weekly blog that I neglected for a while, but I'm getting back on the back on the road tell us more about uh, that <laughs> where can we find said blog just type in a uh, dill advised like d-y-l-a-d-v-i-s-e-d dill advised ramblings uh, dot wordpress you can find my blog uh, but every week or so i'll take a, a, a new album that I, or an album that i just want to shed some light on and i have a something blues category so this is this week is um uh, stevie ray vaughan and albert king in session uh, I only found out recently. I, I listened to this album first, and I think it was maybe 16, 17. It was my first real introduction to Stevie Ray Vaughan. And dear God, man. It's, so, it's, it's, it's great. It's like an old legend and a, a newer legend, I suppose. Uh, just they'd like there's even like banter in between, and they'll talk oh, and man. share stories. And what yeah, kind of stories? Just like Albert King was just like, oh, yeah, when I recorded this next song with Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix, you know, he just, he's like, <laughs> you got you to gotta check That's the floor because a name just got dropped. You yeah. Know? Uh, but he also see, remembers like seeing Stevie Ray Vaughan in the crowd when he was like 16 or something like that. That's and mental. Yeah, it's great. But the thing is, like, you've got a guitar in each headphone, and Stevie Ray Vaughan, in my humble opinion, just takes him to town. The tone, really? the bends, everything. He just—it's—it just—he just really shows 
that he's taken what the past generations have done and he has just he's he's memorized it and he's just taken it up to a new level but as they they talk about it the process throughout they say it doesn't matter how good you are as long as you want to get better that's the most important thing and i suppose that's kind of the whole premise of our podcast i think that might be a good way to good place to so yeah no matter how good good you are you can always be better but you're doing pretty great i've been dylan murphy and i'm john gillen yeah sharpen that axe people we'll see you next week where we'll be talking about what are we talking about next week we'll be talking about staying motivated all right staying motivated maybe i'll be motivated enough to read my notes great (laughs) (laughs) take care y'all we'll see you then bye